G'day and welcome to Clayton Today. I'm Rod Earnshaw and in this series we're looking at how to do church. And today the topic is reaching men. So where are all the men in our churches? Why is there such a gender imbalance? And how can we reach more men for Christ? To guide us in this discussion is Jonathan Pryke, Executive Minister at Jesmond Parish Church in the UK. Okay, Jonathan, good to have you with us again. G'day, Rod. Good to be back again. Very good. good uh, I thought we'd just jump straight in and start with getting the facts. What is the gender balance like in the churches? Uh, well, from the point of view of having men in the churches, it's, it's bad and it's getting worse, I think, is the answer to that. Right. Uh, I mean, there was a survey done recently that shows that, looking at the UK, there were 65% uh, women, 35% men, two women to every, to every, uh, every guy in the churches, and that's got worse as well. Right, uh, so, so, that... so looking back, to, uh, looking back to, to 1980, for instance, at that point, uh, it was 43% uh, men, 57% women. So it's drifted away quite a lot. I guess it's worth asking the question, is that really a problem? Why, why is a gender balance like that a problem for us? Men matter. Uh, Christ died for men as well as, well as for, for women, so every individual matters. Mm -hmm. Men are, are hugely influential in the culture. It's not to say that women aren't, but men are as well. Uh, if I can just give you another statistic, can we have another oh, statistic? Oh, yeah, please, yes. Um, there was, <laughs> there was some research done about, about what happens when a member of a family becomes a Christian, which is quite fascinating. Mm -hmm. It was done in America, but again, I suspect that's a similar sort of pattern uh, in, in the UK and other parts of the world. Uh, if, if a child in a family becomes a Christian, there's about a 3.5% probability that the rest of the family will become a Christian. If a, if a mother becomes a Christian, something like 17% probability that the rest of the family will become Christian. If the father becomes a Christian, the probability is 93% that the rest Brilliant. of the family will become Christian as well. So that influence that men have in family life and indeed throughout the culture is something that we've really got to take seriously. And so you've said that uh, it's, it's bad and it's getting worse. Do you have any uh, ideas or thoughts on why that situation has come about and why, it's, it's, it, why it perhaps it does seem to be getting worse? There's a fascinating book by a guy called Callum Brown called The Death of Christian Britain. He actually argues that this, this issue of uh, what he calls the feminization of piety, a bit of a mouthful, but the feminization of piety goes right back to the beginning of the 1800s. And he gives quite a fascinating little example where he says that at that time, if you look at the, the way that angels uh, are depicted, there was a sudden shift from angels being depicted in a masculine way, as they very often are in the Bible, but the angels suddenly started being depicted as women. And that has been reflected in, in, in uh, the life of the church. And obviously you get a kind of vicious circle with this, as far as bringing the men in is, is concerned, because the more the whole environment becomes uh, oriented towards women and female and feminized, uh, obviously we've got to be very careful to avoid, to try and avoid the sort of stereotypes. We're talking, question we're talking generalizations <laughs> yes. here, but nonetheless, when you have got a situation where, you know, two thirds of the group are women, and, and so a lot of the ministry and so on is all geared towards the women, it becomes increasingly difficult for the men to feel, to feel at home, to feel this is something for them. Is that a, is that a sort of a, a, a cultural shift? Do you, just, uh, do you have any feel for that? Uh, I, mean, I think in a way, if anything, it's worse in Christianity in the West, uh, even than other, I mean, if you look at other religions, for instance, it's quite yeah. fascinating that if, in the UK, there are actually more men involved in other religions than there are so women. So the gender balance actually so goes not, the other way. There's yeah, more it does. Men involved. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. as if somehow, you know, men are, are kind of, you not know, some sort of inherent unspirituality, yeah. lack yeah. of spirituality or, 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 or lack of interest in religion. 
uh, there, there does seem to be something going on within, within Christianity which is unhelpful in this regard. Uh, what sort of impact does that have on men when they, when they come into churches and there is that sort of two-thirds, one-thirds? It's not that we, it's not that obviously we don't want to reach women, we do, but there's a kind of asymmetry in the, in the way that men and women react, it seems to me, in different sort of uh, situations and cultures that they, they face. Uh, because a lot of, a lot of situations that, that would be very friendly towards men mm -hmm. Uh, women, especially young women, want to be a part of that and they find that very, very comfortable. Whereas a, 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 a culture which is predominantly uh, aimed towards women is not friendly in the same way towards, towards men. Is Have we got time? Can I give you a little example of that? Go on, just a, just a quick <laughs> the, one. I mean, it, we, there, there's, our church has laid on an event uh, which, is, which is aimed at women and it's called Fashion, Faith and Fundraising, mm. Mm. right? Now, I'm not interested it's not, already. You're yeah. not interested. You're <laughs> no. not interested, and I'm not interested. And why should we be? It's not aimed at us. It's aimed at the women. But a, a while ago, we laid on uh, an event at the Newcastle Falcons Rugby Club in, in Newcastle on Tyne, mm. and uh, it was a, a men's dinner at the rugby club. We had a we had a, a leading rugby player who gave a gave a testimony, and we had a talk and so on. And we got loads of complaints from the women that they wanted, they wanted to be to there go. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there is that kind so of that is la telling, lack of symmetry. Yeah. yeah. Can we move on to solutions then? What do we do about this gender imbalance? How do we reach men for Christ? I think there's a danger that we need to avoid, which is that we, we have a kind of approach which is sort of bolting on ministries which are aimed at men. Like your rugby club Yeah, for instance, sort of that, that's, that's one possible kind of example. Uh, but you leave the, the sort of overall culture and the, the whole life of the church otherwise untouched. So perhaps the men can come on Friday night, but they still won't come on the Sunday morning. Yeah, we, you need to be much more radical than that and look at the whole life of the church and basically, I don't want to overstate this, but basically gear the church towards men. Uh, and then the women will come too, I think that's the so point. So you're not, you're not saying you don't want women to come. Yeah. You're not saying you don't want church to be friendly to women, yeah. but you're saying it needs to be oriented towards yeah. the men yeah. and yeah. the women will still be able to enjoy it. And, I think, I, think, I think that's right, and you attract lots of women, lots of young women as well. I mean, so I, it I, sounds I good say, in theory, Jonathan, but yeah. I, I want to move on to the practicalities. How do we do that? What, what would a, a church that's geared toward men look like? Make sure that you have men in mind when you're, when you're preaching, when you're singing. Uh, it's really important to realize that men need male role models and male leadership. So you've got to, you've got to provide that. You've got to deliberately go out to reach men, put resources into that. I'd love you to give us some really practical examples if you can think of some. What sort of thing do you think that would mean for church services? Let me give you an example from our, our home groups recently. Sure. We, we've just started a new series looking at uh, Paul's second letter to Timothy. It's quite fascinating because I had this topic in my mind as, I, as we were doing the study. And what you can see going on there is, is Paul discipling this younger man and as he teaches him, he's using examples that are just male-oriented. So, for instance, he, he talks about, he uses an illustration of being a soldier, of being an athlete, of being a farmer. Mm -hmm. And we just follow Paul's kind of example of, uh, in that regard and make sure that the way that we're talking is, is a way that appeals to men. Mm -hmm. And in, in just the same way that Paul is discipling Timothy, that kind of thing also needs to go on in the church. So, so the, the older, mature Christian men need to make sure that they are... Uh, working with, with the younger men, spending time with them, sharing their lives with them, talking about the scriptures, challenging them. I mean, this business of challenge is, yeah. is, is uh, a very important issue. Do you want to talk a bit more about that? Why, what do you mean by challenge? Why is challenge 
particularly important? There's, uh, I mentioned one book. There's another fascinating book by a guy called David Murray called Why Men Hate Going to Church. And he says that one of, the, one of the problems there is that, that there is an imbalance in the life of the church and that there's too much emphasis on security and not enough on challenge. Mm. And we all need security, but men uh, need to be challenged. And what is more, that is the New Testament pattern as well. I mean, Jesus was profoundly uh, challenging in his in his. So uh, perhaps teaching. at the end of the day, we're saying it's not really a male-female issue at all, so much as that we need to get back to actually issuing the challenges that the that the Bible issues for all of us. Yeah. If we're not issuing that challenge, we're not being faithful to what Jesus was saying. Absolutely, and obviously that's that's why this does reach the women as well. Yeah. Uh, and it's it, exactly right that what we need to be doing is getting back to the New Testament. Great. I, I think that's that's almost a good spot to, talk, to stop. Before we do, can you just remind us again, if people want to read a bit more, where can they go? What's some good books? Uh, well, I've got a, happen to have it, happen to have it with me. This is this is a book which is very stimulating. As as often with books, I don't agree with everything he says, but it's a very stimulating read. Great. Why Thanks. men hate going to church? Lovely. Thanks, Jonathan, and thank you for watching. We hope today's discussion has prompted you to think about how your church might reach men for Christ. We're out of time, but do join us again for more discussion on Clayton today. Goodbye. And thanks to the women again.